as I went and watched the videos, you know, much like we do for other games that we like, like how to succeed in this game, once I realized, like, once I do get in there, I'm going to want to buy a better Dude, don't, vehicle. Don't, 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 don't tell people we watch those videos. <laughs> no, listeners, we're naturally really good at these games that we play. It comes natural yeah. to us. We were born with that mm-hmm. talent, and our thumbs just move that fast. Yeah. We yeah, do not watch videos on how to be better. I just look, for, look for the dinosaurs. Oh, look there, there he is. <laughs> oh, it's that easy? Man, my Discord is just blowing up sauce. How's it going, man? Good, man. It's good to see you. See, the listeners don't even know that this is like the third time that we've hit record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's hard. See, everyone yeah. out there, we're, we're trying to bring you perfection. We're trying to bring you That's some perfection, right. some audio perfection over here. But man, yeah, this is actually the the, the third's the charm record click. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, the third time is the charm. And uh, yeah, this is the one. I feel good. Much excitement with this episode, so we're going to get right into it. Welcome listeners, gamers, non-gamers, PVEers, PVPers, and even NPCs. We do not discriminate. I'm Ovox. And I'm Chuck Tomahawk. The Chuck T and Ovox. We're coming at you with our sixth installment of New Wave Gaming Podcast. We're very excited to have you all here. We hope you enjoy this episode, and if you're a new listener... Thank you for giving us an opportunity. We hope you enjoy. This is a, well, this here is a new wave gaming episode, if ever there was one. Wouldn't you say, Chuck T? For sure. I'm riding that wave right now. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is the third try and you're about to being, come through that screen and pick my held ass. Down, held down <laughs> on the bottom by that wave right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> don't know which way's uh, up. Deep breath. Well, hey, right. yeah, we, we, we want to jump right in with this one because it's, well, it's really a new topic for us as well, and we're going to be learning about it with you, and we're going to try and have the funnest time we can with it. Uh, and before we do get into it, if uh, you want to check us out, we got a Facebook page up. You can find us at facebook.com forward slash new wave gaming podcast, all one word, all together, no capitals or underscores, anything like that. We've also got our email, which is ovoxandchuck at google.com. That's O-V-O-X-A-N-D-C-H-U-K at gmail.com. And we got a YouTube page, too, if you'd rather check us out there. We appreciate the love, support, and um, and all that fun stuff. Oh, man. Yeah, baby. Blockchain games. Play to earn. Mm. NFTs. Whew. No Donde empezamos? Donde empezamos, mi hermano? <laughs> see, yeah, see, where? So I'm, first thing that comes to my mind is in-game skins. Um, I'm thinking skins. I'm thinking special skins on weapons. I'm thinking if it's a card game, I'm thinking power-up cards, boosters. Um, if we go over to, gosh, what other kinds of in-game items come to your mind, man? When, like with survival games, for example, collecting resources. Definitely, you know. Yeah, like like even you know like get to get specific like in Ark, I, I could see possibly breeding up a dinosaur that that you know maybe you got some sort of NFT uh, rights to that that you could disseminate. Um, you know that might be interesting. I think 
you know, I, I, it almost seems like these these things have kind of existed before. Like like in certain ways, I've heard of people buying dinosaurs on eBay in our community. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're they're hustling the shit out of them wyverns, man. You go onto the right Discord, yeah. man. You can get some tames, baby. Yeah. And if it, just like with another game, I'm sure there's people out there that are you know making dough off of uh, you know putting in the work, if you will. Wink, wink, on these yeah. video games. Yeah, and I and I think you know you've got some uh, some sort of sovereignty here. Like 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 is I understand the way these blockchains work. Like it'll make it a little harder to to fake that and and you know for me to reproduce that skin some you know nefarious way. So there we go. Um, yeah. Yeah. So why are we talking about why is it that skins came to my mind and and Chuck T and I are bouncing these kind of like skins resources, items, crafting, because it seems like in this new era, perhaps, this new environment of blockchain games or NFT games uh, or play-to-earn games, you've got uh, an, an environment where a given game that participates or that uses blockchain technology has perhaps its own inventory of skins, of uh, specialty items, um, cards, if it's a card game, wherein you can actually own these items, forgive the redundancy. So mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's why I, I automatically think about, you know, the, like the skins that we have for our, our weapons in, in Warzone or, you know, our, our power-ups or the emblems or little trinkets that we can hang on the, you know, all that stuff is now is starting to exist in these other games where you can have direct ownership over them and actually perhaps sell them, trade them or cross, you know, not, I don't, I was going to say cross bring, but I don't think that's an actual word where <laughs> <laughs> you can bring your stuff. Yeah, 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 exactly. You can, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. yeah. So you can just, you can bring your stuff to the next blockchain game or, you know, uh, other game where they use that type of technology. So that's just fascinating, man. It is. And, you know, something I don't know that I ever really thought about till we started looking at this is that, like it or not, there kind of is an in-game economy that develops in, in every game. Like, like even now, like, say, in Call of Duty, like, like you mentioned, like, as you progress through that game, you do get some rewards for that. And when you're showing them... You're not necessarily getting a, a, a monetary return for that, but you're getting the clout of, of you know, maybe having that skin and, and uh, yeah, you know, I mentioned yeah. to you the other day, there's a certain, there's that one Shanghai warrior looking skin. When I see someone with that, I, I, I do think this is going to be a problem. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's going to have some good movement. You mean in Warzone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. yeah, there's that one. It's like a Shogun Warrior one. And I just, you know, just yeah. from my own personal experience, I've it's the guy that's going to slide right up under my feet. And, you know, it just, just lasts uh, you. 
Or knife yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Get your keelies. <laughs> yeah. So I guess it's, it carries some clout in that respect. And, and even back in the day, I, you know, I knew these folks that played this game called EverQuest. It was a, a large online, you know, massive multiplayer type situation. And you heard of people like building up a character and selling it. Like, you know, and, and, and I think as you get more and more in-depth games that require hundreds of hours to, to sort of get to the place where, you, you know, you've got the shield that you can go to the castle with, or, you know, now or whatever that you've been wanting to do. Like, that, like it or not, there was already an in-game economy and, and it just, you know, as I understand it, these things are, are sort of creating a ledger of sorts that, you know, we can we can have a real value to this and, and, uh, you know, yeah, it's interesting. It's so interesting. It's coming whether we like it or not. It it is, man. It really, I have to agree there. And, you know, maybe, maybe towards the end of this episode, we can kind of touch on how we feel about blockchain games. And if, you know, if we can see ourselves getting into that, we can, we can actually address a couple of, uh, deeper philosophical gaming questions maybe, uh, in this episode, but Hey, real quick, just for just for fun, let's use a cheat code real quick, a good old Google cheat code, and just define the blockchain game. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna good, use the good old wiki real quick and just read this for our listeners. We've got here, and I quote: "A blockchain game, also known as an NFT game or crypto or a crypto game, is a video game that includes elements that use crypto cryptography-based blockchain technologies." Blockchain elements in these games are most often based on the use of cryptocurrency or non-fungible tokens, which players can buy, sell, or trade with other players, with the game publisher taking a fee from each transaction as a form of monetization. A subset of these games are also known as play-to-earn games because they include systems that allow players to earn cryptocurrency through gameplay. While blockchain game, excuse me, while blockchain games have been available since 2017, uh, blockchain games have only gathered the attention of the video game industry starting in 2021 with several AAA publishers publishers having expressed intent to explore their potential as well as criticism from players, developers, and companies within the game industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's just yeah. a quick definition of what we're, what we're looking at here. Well, and I think that's one of the reasons it is you see those AAA game developers getting involved um you know that's when my eyebrow goes up that uh, we're probably going to see this uh you know I, I think i understand epic uh is maybe in yeah. there and, and um you're interested baby yeah so you know but on the other side of that coin we've got valve corp you know with with their you know tip of the spear steam platform for you know all those pc games they basically said no gracias mm-hmm yeah, I think they had a few bad experiences with a, a game CS:GO, I, I think, and then um, another game that had some skins and, and uh, things that that were getting heavily traded. You know, the in-game economy had developed to a point. Uh, you know that okay. I think maybe they saw a little bit of abuse going on there, as I understood it, and uh, you know just stepped aside altogether. And, and I, I saw some, you know, researching for this. I, I saw like where maybe like even some of the people that had jumped on board had taken a step back all of a sudden as, as you know, maybe actually there were, there were some issues with a, with a game or two, um, you know, that had become yeah. popular. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's an emerging, um, situation, but like I say, when you see those folks getting involved and, and you, you can also, you know, understand the, the possibilities and, and, 
you know, I, I do feel like at times I put a lot of time into these things. It would be nice to get some sort of reward for it, especially if I, you know, had a creative outlet as well. Um, you know, yeah. other people, um, you know, enjoying something I created. Um, so, so yeah, yeah exactly. It, it makes it interesting. Well, based off what we're kind of seeing here and, um, I don't know if we said this off the top, but you know, we're kind of learning this here as we go with you, the listeners. It's it's new for us, so definitely don't take anything we're saying here as uh, as fact <laughs> or yeah. as uh, chiseled in stone, if you will. Um, and you know, we're not saying definitely go out there and start investing in in uh, blockchain games, but we're uh, we're gonna do our best here. So it looks like they kind of have two realms. Like you have the blockchain game itself, which has you know, well, let me, let me step back. You got blockchain games and NFT games, which is basically, it looks like uh, there's a developer out there that's going to create a blockchain game. And let's say they go ahead and within that game, they uh, I saw a lot of examples where they were using a gold sword or a gold axe. So the developer says, all right, well, we're going to create 50 gold swords for this, this game. <clears throat> and then, you know, they'll bring players in and whatever, and then they'll allocate those swords or whatnot, or they'll be found within the map or something to that effect. But there's always only going to be 50 gold swords. And those mm -hmm. are effectively NFTs or non-fungible tokens. And man, we don't want to get too deep into all these definitions of what these things are, but just in short, an NFT is, it's a non-fungible token, which basically means it's an online, uh, we'll call it a, a currency. I don't want to call it a currency, but it's an item. It's a thing that cannot be replaced with a similar or equal thing. Like it's, it, it can't be replaced. It can't be changed. It's immutable. It's, it, it's not fungible. That's, I don't know if that's uh, <laughs> can you help with this Chuck? Yeah. I, I, I feel like, like the blockchain kind of comes in to help right there. The, that, that the fact that the, the exchange of that NFT is recorded on that ledger kind of gives it, it's well, your rights to it. We, we haven't, we haven't really defined that yet. So we don't want to jump into blockchain, but only defining what an NFT is, it, you know, in short, it's a, it's an item that cannot be, replaced is my understanding if it's if it's fungible it can be it can be replaced with uh, an equal or partial amount of the same thing of the same nature for example oil oil is a fungible asset or item because it can be replaced a non-fungible thing is it cannot be replaced anyways spending way mm -hmm. too much time on that so you got these 50 sor golden swords those are nfts because they cannot be you know, there's only always going to be 50. So if you get your hands on one of those, you effectively own that non-fungible token. Mm -hmm. And it will always be that way. It will always be golden. You know, it may have an inlay. That inlay will never change. It might have a double edge. That will never change. And you can actually earn that sword. You have it. You can continue playing the game. And then if you ever want to, even if the game fails or dies or ceases to uh, exist or they don't develop it anymore, whatever the case may be, you still own that sword and you can bring it to the next game or you can sell it or you can trade it instead of it just dying off with the game, like which, which is the experience with a lot of traditional games. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I love the sound of that. You know, I could, I could see... 
you know, a gun that, that maybe you're using in Call of Duty that, that, you know, you can port to the next version of Call of Duty. Um, you know, yeah, I like yeah. the sound of that. Uh, um, you know, I think like anything, there's pros and cons. You, you can you can see potential for abuse there. And, uh, you know, I think if it does have a real value, you're going to have folks that want to game that system. And, and, you know, I think that's where where you get into some of the other, um, you know, yes. terminology that goes with this. Like, like that's why. That's know, where the, blockchain comes in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and is you know the way i'd like to think of that or or trying i'm i'm grasping it at the moment is is just that if i buy that or i establish ownership of that sword on that blockchain uh on this ledger of sorts um that that's why it's it's not that's why there's only 50 of them because no one else can can pretend that there's another one or that they bought that one somehow like i have those rights established at that point um you know, in that I blockchain, think that gives it value. Um, well, well, maybe we should uh, take take advantage real quick and just disc- like what what's going on with this blockchain thing? Just for anyone out there that hasn't actually said, you know, because in my case, I had heard about blockchain before, but I'm not going to lie to you, I really didn't know what it was. I kind of just like, oh, okay, my my brain created a concept of what it could be, but I didn't actually mm-hmm. know what it was. So, just for fun. Yeah. What, what Definitely is blockchain still in, technology? In, the, in that state, you know, myself, but if I, if I took a stab at it, I would describe it as a decentralized ledger. You have a, a, a record of sorts that everyone can look at and everyone's looking at the same record. So there's no dispute. It, it, it kind of makes it secure uh, okay. in that respect. And once you, you have uh, the ability to do that, then uh, you and I can, can do business and, and trust each other. Um, Got it. As I, as I, you know, it would be yeah. just my layman's terms, uh, you know, definition of it. And, and, you know, I think you can see why it's important here. Um, Absolutely. That, that's pretty much what I got out of it as well was an open access ledger, common knowledge, and in, in that anyone that's involved in this uh, blockchain environment. So let's tie it back into uh, a game. What's that one game? It's like the most popular one, Axie Infinity. Mm-hmm. Axie yeah. Infinity. I think it's called Axie Infinity. So let's say let's say we got Axie Infinity, and within that game, there's I don't know if they have swords in that game. I really don't know. But let's say they got those uh, fifty swords, and I have one of those golden swords, and then I sell it to Chuck Tomahawk. Mm-hmm. Axie Infinity is a blockchain game. So when I transferred my NFT golden sword over to Chuck T, um, that transaction is recorded in a block its own individual block identified with its own numerical crypt- cryptography that record that is recorded in that ledger as Chuck T described that 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 blockchain ledger that everyone in this gaming environment of Axie Infinity or you know maybe there might be more games within that developer I don't I'm not 100% sure cuz I haven't actually you know jumped into this I don't have an account with Axie Infinity for example but uh, it's recorded, and then there, there's no there's no hacking it. There's no hubbub. There's no confusion. I traded my golden sword over to Chuck T for whatever amount or for in exchange for whatever things, and then that's recorded, and that ownership now over my golden sword passes on to him, and it's recorded and it's secure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's how I understand it as well, and. 
you know, I think where it gets a little gray for me is uh, I also ran across that folks like, you know, maybe are renting that sword out um, to, to other folks to use. And, and that's one of the way they're, that, that they're profiting off of it. And I'm not sure that that gets recorded in, in the, the blockchain ledger. Um, and, you know, it, like, like say, what, what if I want to rent you that sword? Like you're getting ready to do some, you know, games this weekend or whatever. <laughs> and you're like, man, it sure would go better if I had that sword. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I bet it would. Like, <laughs> you know, how man. much what can you give me for that? Like, and, uh, you know, I see you got one of those pink Pokemons I've been wanting over there. Like, <laughs> like, um, I don't yeah. know if they have the temporary like leasing or, or, or provisional exchanges, uh, but I'm sure it's only a matter of time, you know, because I see I haven't actually like logged into any of these platforms and began my own blockchain game experience. So I mm -hmm. couldn't tell you the ins and outs of the of the, you know, practical side of it. But if they haven't already created a, a mechanism to do that where you can just temporarily like pass on the possession of an NFT, you know, which could be a skin, a power up, a, wep uh, a weapon booster, who knows what it could be. It depends on the game. Um, you know, if they don't have that in place already where you can temporarily exchange stuff, I'm sure they will. Cause you know, I don't know if it's reached the gaming environment yet, the blockchain gaming environment, but in the regular crypto world, there are smart contracts. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how those smart contracts works, but that sounds like a smart contract type of thing where you're actually going into an agreement of sorts. Like, hey, I'm gonna lend you this gold sword over here for, you know, fifty, you know, in-game credits or who knows whatever. And then, but you got to return it, and there's gonna be an interest. Or if you don't return it, I might get this of your in inventory. You know, that's like a whole. That sounds like a hornet's nest right there to me. You know, but hey, oh, yeah, 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 it. it, it I think it's interesting too that that a lot of the 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 way they design these things, it, it doesn't necessarily go that way in the end. Like like once human beings get involved and and you know put their brains to thinking about how can I how can you know I take advantage of this, uh, it, you know the, the 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 mechanisms that they've designed like it doesn't always go that way. You know I think there's examples of that in Ark, like you know where folks use dinosaurs not necessarily what they were meant to be used for like like to you know yeah. ultimately they patch that or you know or something like that so um yeah well what what are some other ways that you think there could be risk because that's kind of the whole idea right i mean that's why there's block that's why they want to use blockchain technology because it's decentralized because everyone can see who has what because uh another thing is um oh gosh I lost my train of thought here. But supposedly a lot of these risks are supposed to be uh, negligible. Like a lot of the risks that come with that, that, that we could come up with in our minds because for example, yeah, it, everyone sees what everyone has. The transactions are, you know, everyone sees who transacts with who and everything is is, is finite, like there's a counted amount of, of these NFTs. So I don't know, I just can't 
I, some of the risks I could see is is uh, on the on the side of it actually not being a private issue. Like everyone's stuff is visible, um, and you can see who has what and how much of what and what it's worth, what it's going for. And there's virtually no privacy in that regard. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the dark sides that I, my brain was kind of uh, tackling or you know struggling with. But otherwise, <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I I ran across something. That, that sort of touched on that. Like, like I think in this blockchain situations, like they've kind of discovered with the cryptocurrency, even that there's what they call a trilemma where you can, like we, we kind of mentioned how it's decentralization. The fact that everyone can see it is one of its strength. Like, like, and they have, they, they need decentralization, security and scalability. And then the trilemma is that they can really only ever have two of those at any one time. Like it, it seems like what they do in one situation, like the more computers that, that you have looking at it, like that increases the decentralization, but at the same time, as you're mentioning, the privacy and security goes down because there's so many of them, you know, and then the scalability, like you, you, you know, if, if I have this game and, and, you know, I might be able to lock down, lock down the security with, with, if we keep it in a few servers, but once you get it out to giant, you know, all over the world to different servers, like, like then there, then the security again goes down. So well, it's I have hard to push to, back. I have to push back on that because I was as far, I might be wrong, I might be wrong, but my understanding was that the security only got better the more people joined in on the ledger or the blockchain, which in this case would be like more people joining the game. The more, the more people that join the game, the more that there is that decentralization, and the more the cryptography. Man, this is where I I don't want to confuse anyone or or even stumble on my own words, but like the more randomized randomized the cryptography comes, the more people get involved. But maybe, no, because I'm confusing people that participate in the game with proof of work and these folks that are like bringing their computers into the blockchain system. And I, I shouldn't be confusing those two. So. Well, and I think you know, then you you get you get girth in the 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 scalability there, like where all of a sudden, like people are looking at that we've got thousands of computers that are running that are creating heat that air conditioners have to be on, like like that's when all of a sudden, like, is it really necessary to have a million computers keeping this? Like like it's actually using too much energy. So yeah, you know, yeah. Then, well, I've heard about that whole uh, discussion yeah. as well. Yeah, which which now I'm starting to understand a bit more because. I'm understanding the computing power required behind all of this stuff. Yeah. 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 You can see how this, this like trilemma as they, they state it or whatever sort of is a, is an issue. Cause, cause like, like, like the decentralization, for example, like, like in these games, like, like if all of a sudden, like I decide I really love Axie infinity and I start like, a club and we start playing it. And the next thing you know, we've got 25% of the characters or whatever. It's not decentralized anymore. <laughs> like, or, or if, if we're all using one app to, to, to approach it, then again, it's not decentralized anymore. Like, like it's just well, like, no, we, but that's the thing, Chuck T it is. Cause that's why we got to like, we don't want to confuse the, the actual, and, and this is to my best understanding, but the gaming circle is one thing, but like, for example, we one of the things we've been talking about are these NFTs. This all revolves around the in-game inventory, the stuff that you can create, own, transact. So where does all this stuff get stored? 
because you own it. It's not stored in the game. You own it. It's yours. It's it's stored, to the best of my understanding, on a crypto wallet. So one of the one of the gaming developers does all of their NFT holding with uh, Ethereum, I think. Like so, you you basically have to start an account with Ethereum, I, I believe, or I don't know how that works, but they they do everything with Ethereum. So Ethereum is the blockchain. It's not the actual game. Right? Or does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like, so if 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 within that gaming environment, you and your club have all of twenty five percent of the characters, or you have uh, all of those fifty gold swords that I used as an example earlier, that doesn't mean that the actual blockchain itself has become decentralized. There's still people joining it, people joining Ethereum, people, you know, computers, more and more computers coming into that environment, scaling up creating more security, et cetera, et cetera, however it happens to work. But, you know, it doesn't actually decentralize the, the, uh, like the, the blockchain itself isn't becoming decentralized because of your monopoly on whatever item or character. You, you've just transacted right. more and you've done better and you've gained that advantage. Uh, yeah, I definitely see where you're coming from with the actual ledger um, there, and and you know, I and I and I want to say like like as it relates to gaming, it's probably not important to to really nail this down. You know, I, I, yeah, I, I feel like like it's 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 just that here here's here's like a way we could possibly record these these values that that we've you know given to these skins and things, and and you know possibly trade them in the future, and just know that. You know, there, there's many sub things I think that they're doing to attack each one of these, you know, possible shots you could take at it. And, and it's fairly secure. And you're exactly right. Like Ethereum isn't like messing up the, the chain. I, I guess what I was just get, kind of getting at is like, like one of the terms I, I, I did sit down and try and play one of these games. And like I realized oh, yeah? I needed a dap at that point. And a dap is, you needed a dab? It is a decentralized. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Oh, a dab. dab. Yeah, a <laughs> decentralized bad. app, you know, which which is using a lot of like what we just described to kind of let me do business in there. I needed I needed to take my money from my debit card and purchase some Ethereum to be able to play the game. I, it needed to be linked and. Oh, you know, and that's okay. another point. Is like, okay. like my, I have a little bit of cryptocurrency, and it's with Coinbase, and 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 there's been argument that Coinbase is like one of the the the, the strengths of these things, as I understand it, and like how it's different than say the dollar is that that the dollars run with the Federal Reserve, and and there's kind of this World Bank, or this whole centralized system that's running it. Well, when everyone's running these ledgers and viewing them, it, it is decentralized. But as soon as you create an app like Coinbase, that you know, 30, 40% of the people that are buying Ethereum are using it. Like that centralizes that part of it. It doesn't centralize the blockchain. Like you're right. It's still being oh, disseminated okay. like you're saying, but, but that yeah. gives them the power that we were trying to take away from the federal reserve. And then like suddenly if Coinbase says like your work isn't proving right, like, you you know, Oh, we I don't see what accept, you're saying. Yeah, yeah, man. They, they suddenly get some leverage in the game. And, um, I see. Yeah. 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 It's so, almost and, like and that's where those scams and rug pulls happen where you get the rug pulled out from under you, man. Cause yeah, I see what you're saying. 
I see what you're saying. Yeah, well, and I mean, think back to, you know, I, I probably have a character somewhere on Xbox 360 that, you know, was really valuable to me, but now that they don't run those servers anymore for, you know, Battlefield 4 or whatever I was playing, you yeah. know, it, 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 like, like, it's worthless now. Like, like, yeah, your it, level it, whatever <laughs> character with all the guns unlocked, all the skins, all the attachments. Yeah, yeah but uh, 1996 or, or, you know, or, you know, 2004, whenever that was, like, you know, I might could have sold that 96. on eBay. I don't think it was that old, man. <laughs> that was yeah, I went 96. Yeah, yeah, that was GoldenEye. <laughs> Pre-GoldenEye days, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, you could see how, like, you know, we're, like, like the, the game I tried to play is called War Riders, and uh, you know I just I I I think I originally saw the trailer and thought you know man I want to sit down and do this like you know I thought it couldn't be that hard but I still got reservations and they're exactly like the stuff you're hitting on like the privacy and and uh, you know I didn't want to link my Coinbase wallet to that like that seemed like a a bad idea like (laughs) (laughs) no senor and then i understood there was this thing like that that's where the dap came in like i could basically use this company called metamask to be able to 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 do a transaction through another party called transac or something like this and and i did it and it and it it didn't go through and it said you'll get your money back in two to three days and like and when I checked my bank, it had never like, like, and we're talking $20 here. So it's not like, you know, the end of the world, whatever happens, but like, it, yeah, but if you get $20 from 500 Chuck Tomahawks, man, Oh, it's complicated, dude. It's incredibly yeah. complicated. And and as I went and watched the videos, you know, much like we do for other games that we like, like how to succeed in this game. Once I realized like, once I do get in there, I'm gonna want to buy a better. Dude, don't, don't 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 tell people we watch those videos. <laughs> no, listeners, we're naturally really good at these games that we play. It comes natural yeah. to us. We were born mm-hmm. with that talent, and our thumbs just move that fast. Yeah. We yeah, do I not watch videos on how to be better. I just look for <laughs> look for the dinosaurs. Oh, look there, there he is. <laughs> oh, it's that easy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, it, it just. Ultimately, um, for me, the experience kind of fell apart, and, and it's one of the reasons I want to. I, I feel like we need to introduce this as best we can, to, and uh, and kind of look at these from a gamer perspective, you know, and and where where's this going, and and where did it come from? Well, um, and and does it already exist? You know, I mean, like, because there's, yeah. I'm only, I'm only really seeing one huge differentiating thing, and that's the ownership aspect. And that's, you know, shaky in my, from what I've gathered here from my reading, you know, and, and investigating this, this topic, you know, cause we've already yeah. got things like microtransactions in the games that we love. Uh, EA is very, you know, a lot of people think of EA when they think of microtransactions. Um, uh, so we'd want to like contrast those things. And then I think another thing we haven't touched on, we can jump into it now or in a little bit if you want is, is, uh, the difference between just your classic NFT blockchain game versus play to earn, which does seem to be a little bit different because it looks like in these play to earn games, um, I don't know if the initiation experience is the same. Like, I don't know if you have to pay to, to get in or if you just get in for free and then you start, you know, you, you donate your system to the cause and that's how you get in and then you start, you know, playing. But it looks like in the play to earn 
scenario, you're actually earning cryptocurrency that gets transferred to your wallet, which in your case sounds like that that app that you were talking about or whatever. But mm. so there's also these play to earn games, which sounds again interesting. Because then you yeah. can make some actual money. Some pesos, baby. You know, is is <laughs> when I, when I first sat down, I I was thinking of naming this ep- episode "Play to Earn Games," and at some point I ran across an article that that you know kind of described play to earn games as a blockchain game. You know, and then I saw NFT games as as a different category, and you know, well, I think other than 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 that's that that sort of um, so, like like proof of ownership that that ledger is giving us i don't see a difference you know in in in, a, in this in a regular nft um you mean a regular game with with skins and power-ups and and attachments or or are you comparing nft with play to earn um i yeah i i guess I, i'm kind of looking at it like like what what is the difference you know in the in these different parts like like, like play to earn and and blockchain game and nft game um i, yeah, well, I, I it, don't know that i've fully grasped that just yet well the way um, i understand it is it really depends on the game but like let, let's let's go back to the example of the developer that creates a game with a certain amount of items and um and he just creates the game that way so you got a developer let's say he creates a a survival type game um, and in it, within the map, you can find up to 50 of this, 50 of that, 50 of so-and-so, and so on and so forth. And then a certain amount of games, uh, if gamers are invited in or whatever, we'll, like kind of like an initial, uh, initial release, you know? And a lot of this, my brain is just making up to the best of my understanding of all this, which I know we've already said that a million times, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so true. Uh, yeah, so you got this game, and then boom, you start playing, and you let's say you find one of those swords, and then you find another object, and then you find another item, and now you have three in-game items that are NFTs, non-fungible tokens that you now own. They're your property, and that that ownership is recorded on the blockchain. However, the extent of what you can do with that NFT is basically you can you can trade it. You can sell it, you can exchange it for other NFTs, you can leave it there and bring it into other games. Uh, and that's essentially the gist of it, in my understanding. Play to earn is very similar, of course, but you can actually play to earn cryptocurrency. Not, Are you not picturing just, like, not like just a per, pl- almost like even like a per hour type? Perhaps, there? perhaps. I just, I just, what I'm getting at is that I see the play to earn focused blockchain games being more directed towards players in some way, shape, or form actively earning crypto. Let's use Ethereum as an example. As kind of the point of the game, almost. Like, like, like that's what really Rather than draws, a side benefit, that like a skin yeah, for that, something else. Oh, like, oh, cool. Like, I own the skin, but I'd rather make some dough. You know, like, yeah. yeah. And, the, and that kind of leads me. Back to that example that you were talking about, I don't know if it was uh, on the mic or off the mic, but um, like in Ark, where you can like, uh, wait, was it was an Ark? But uh, you were using an example of uh, like breeding dinosaurs and selling them no, or something. Or, or? I don't remember. Uh, gosh, I totally lost my train of thought there. But 
just actually making money within the game. Mm-hmm. Effectively, you know. Yeah, like like something that you can design yourself and and or 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 something that you obtain that like like say a blueprint that 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 you yeah, sold. Yeah, yeah, there we go. So um for example, uh let's say in uh, a game in a in a play to earn game, you can collect resources from specific places on the map and then with those resources you can create any set of items and then maybe you can personalize that item let's say you have to gather a certain amount of metal a certain amount of leather a certain amount of um, ivory and then you combine those items within the game environment to create that gold sword Mm-hmm. And then you also give it an inlay and you paint it a certain way. You give it a certain design, a certain look, certain polishing, you know, and then boom, that, that, that item as, as it's evolved has always been your NFT, but then you can go and sell it. Yeah. You know, and then I guess it depends on the the focus of the game. If it's focused around exchange of, of skins, attachments, power-ups, which are all just NFTs, or if it's focused around NFT creation and sale. Because as we saw, a lot of these developers as well, whenever one of these transactions takes place, they get a fee. Mm-hmm. So they might be, they, you know, they want to incentivize the player base to be busting a move, creating those non-fungible tokens so that there's an asset that can be sold within the gaming environment, or better said, transacted. As yeah. They say. Yeah. Is and that it? The, Did I it, just hit it? Did I just hit the nail on my I head right there a little so. bit? I think when you especially when you say the the incentive part, like like that's the thing. Like I, I think you've got these guys behind it like, you know, trying to get you to to sort of behave in a certain way and and that just Make doesn't seem out. like how it goes. Mm. Like like people are 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 complex like and and they almost sense like like I can almost sense when it's being incentivized. Like, like like in Call of Duty when I I see this really expensive skin or or um you know bundle that's going to give me a gun and yeah, know, an emblem like, and a token like yeah, a, a times like, two man. experience. I I've heard people like like theorize that they buff those things to get people to buy them and and yeah, I see a lot of potential for abuse there. Like, like, like I think we're kind of hitting on, like, like uh, you know, from a gamer perspective, how this could be really good, you, you know, and, and how how it could actually add some some flavor. But I almost feel like the 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 world, you know, the, that this is creating has got a ton of other, you know, yeah. pitfalls. It, it, it seems like, um, you know, I, 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 like balancing, for example. Um, you know, all of a sudden you introduce this mighty sword and into the, the game, like, like, you know, if I'm just walking through and one shotting every boss, like, like, does that take away the fun of the game for me? And, and is it fair to the folks that don't have this thing? And, and, you know, if, if you basically got it because you have a bunch of money, like, you know, wow, that. Well, yeah, there's that. And then like, if you have a, a, uh, a sword or a weapon or an item that has like certain stats in one game, uh, that, that'll probably like, if like the one you described sounds like a very powerful weapon. So that'll create a lot of demand around that, around that item, you know? And then you got, you know, and then you got who knows youngsters or oldsters or whatever agers just, you know, buying these things that, uh, you know, that, uh, that, yeah, that, you know, I mean, we're doing that already though. 
you know, we're buying stuff online, you know, it's just that ownership aspect. But yeah, like you said, like if I own that sword and it's super hyper powerful, one of the details about all these NFTs is that they're supposed to be interchangeable between NFT games. Like porting them. Yeah. 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 Like you can, you can, you can, you'll always have your, your wallet with your NFTs in it. Right. Cause ultimately what this just boils down to a wallet, a crypto wallet with your NFTs in it, mm-hmm. you know, that you can use in these blockchain games really. So it's, it's just giving you ownership over that, that stuff that we use in all these video games that we love. So, but what if, what if within that wallet though, you have like, you know what I'm saying? Like that growl from Warzone that's just freaking laser beaming people <laughs> and you want to take it over to the next game. But in that game, like, is it balanced the same way? Does it, does it still beam people the same way? Are you going to get the same KD with it? You know, does it, can you still melee with it? Like that seems like a, a headache for development on the development side. Like. You know, I don't know how they address it, that, making sure all their games match or something. It does, and I'm I'm almost picturing like like say in a lot of these survival games where we we seek out these sort of um, unofficial servers. Like maybe I make my server so it says you know no gold swords allowed, you know, and and that becomes <laughs> the trend, and suddenly your sword isn't worth what it was. Um, oh damn! Yeah, Gosh, yeah. I could see that becoming a thing too. <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, you could see why that, that that might happen. I mean, we run across that all the time, like like you know where the game's been modded to some effect, and and I could see that. Um, no, they, they they wouldn't do that. That would that would go against like terms of service or something. You can't yeah you can't block out NFTs from an NFT game. You know what I mean? <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> but boy, can't you just imagine that? What are you trying to do? Their- bringing that golden gun over here with your James Bond ass, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> one shot people over here in Axie Infinity or something. I don't know. Oh man. It just seems like, yeah, when you tell people they can't, though, they, they 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 try, you know, to game that system and, and you know, ultimately I think it probably makes it stronger as as it as it gets tested and um you know, the strength of that, that ledger uh probably shows itself. But uh yeah, I I don't know, you know. I, well, I I, it, I see it, a few good scenarios here, but I I see just about as many uh scary ones. Yeah, well, if you had to just like in simple terms, what what makes a blockchain game, blockchain NFT game different from a traditional game with its in-game items in your opinion? The main thing I think once you've gone through that process of linking a wallet that that actually is you know like part of your your treasure, your money, <laughs> your financial like, portfolio, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's a whole different ball game, brother. Like, I mean, because <laughs> you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't be calling Charles Schwab to tell him about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's all so. Like guess what I did right on there. Friday. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, you think this is a good idea? <laughs> they mentioned yeah, so that. You call like, your, your financial broker. Everybody. Yeah. So, like, so yeah, Carl, um, I just signed up for this game out of Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Turns out I'm going to need to buy a van and a lot of guns for it to be able to compete in the War Rider game. And uh, it's going to pay off, I swear. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's scary. You know, I I think that's it. Like I say, there's there's money involved, and and 
Well, that, no, I, got, I gotta be, I gotta push back again. Then there's money involved in traditional in-game items as well. So, what makes them different? Like, what is the main thing? I think it's ownership. You, you, whether you know, and we're all, you know, what is ownership in this case, really? You know, it's just a construct in our brains. You know, like with money. You know, like do I have my money, or is it just in a bank account that I can look on on my phone? So in, in this regard, it's also just another construct in our heads. But I think if, if we had to boil it down, the main difference is, technically speaking, you own these items in a, in a blockchain game. They are yours. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. the main, main difference. Yeah, and, it, and it, it could be proven in a court of law, even, you know, that they're, they're you're yours. And, you know, according to the terms, it... it uh, yeah, yeah, and it, it, it's it makes that pretty solid, and and that, and that is a huge difference. Um, but we are <laughs> not lawyers, ladies and gentlemen, and that was not legal advice. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So. I, so so that's de- that's definitely a difference, and. What what does the risk look like if a gamer gets involved in blockchain gaming? Like is. Is it the same caliber of risk as we see, like getting involved in I don't know Bitcoin prop, proper, Ethereum proper, or other, or like even traditional stock market trading, day trading stuff like that? Do you think? Uh, do you think there's risk, like that kind of risk? I mean, it's it's kind you, of you in a convoluted that way. Like like, like I, I I don't necessarily see it the same as investing, but I, I guess I'm I'm kind of like drawing an analogy here of a trip to Vegas, and um, <laughs> you know like you get to Vegas and and uh, you know you see all you hear all the bells and whistles going off those slot machines and and you know or, or go down the drag jack table and you think to yourself <laughs> like you know man I played a few games of cards like why don't I jump in here and and. You know, meanwhile, you're standing in a building that's about 100 stories tall and there's gold all over the walls and stuff that's been, you know, kind of paid for the people that had the same thought. And, and the house has has collected that money. And, and I, I guess I'm just, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling like once you, you sort of put your money in a game, like it, it's definitely at risk uh, to some degree. But, but I don't see it as in... You know, like, 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 as far as like, I, I say to myself, I've got a thousand dollars, and I, I want to, you know, save it, and and I want it to produce some some income for me, a passive income. Um, is this, you know, purchasing a really nice setup for a blockchain game probably a, a good ideal of a way to make money? I don't think so. Like, like, but as far yeah. as you know, having some fun and and earning some money on the side, yeah. But I think just man you know you hit that slot machine one time there in vegas and next thing you know like you've 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 put oh, that man, winnings I, back yeah, this, in there and this, if and, i could just get this attachment if i could just get that skin if i could just get that yeah that boost that power up yeah yeah and and I, man i hate the fact that it it seems like it, it favors the wealthy like it favors the folks that have more money to buy a, the better thing and, and uh you know, I hope that, that these games include some way that, you know, if it says it's free to play, I should be able to compete to some level and, like, raise myself up from the ashes to to have that badass attachment, yeah. uh, you know, rather than just 
solely being able to do it with money. Um, that, 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 um, you know, that, that I feel like has a decentralizing effect, um, you know, which, um, well, that also goes to speak kind of like about what kind of gamers could or might be interested in, in blockchain gaming or play or playing to earn. Right. Cause like, Cause another thing that comes in my, came to my mind is like, you know, a lot of gamers are minors, dude. Like they're not of age, you know, and, and it just, you know, but I don't think they're going to discriminate or, or, or just like stop when they find blockchain before the game and, and not play it. You know, they're going to play these games. They're out there. I'm sure there's plenty of young kids playing blockchain games and, and I just wonder what that interaction's like, you know, like, like are they grabbing mom's credit card from out the wallet? <laughs> you <know? laughs> You've oh, already man. heard of that, like with these in-game purchases. And I, I wanted to share a funny story with you. I was playing, uh, I was playing Warzone the other day, like trying to level up some guns. And, and I, and there was a guy like that had a mic and he was having a conversation with his wife and you could tell that she was pissed that he was you know, probably Gaming? in her mind, wasting his time on that freaking game. <laughs> and and she was like coming in front of him apparently or something. And he was like, you know, well, why don't you just do that? Like, you know, here and, they, and like this argument ensued. And, you know, I just felt like I could sense almost that environment. Like you say, like he was wasting his time. He was gaming, you know, and, and, and I feel like this is kind of a common argument. I've saw, you know, TikTok audio and, and I feel like, you know, if you were actually, you know, if, if some money was showing up in the checking account each month from, from me doing that, like, oh, I see where you're going with this. changes that environment a little bit. Like, uh, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, but only for, yeah. But what I was getting at is like for minors, dude, because yeah. when, when you, when like, I, I, I suspect, I don't know from experience, but I suspect that when you open a crypto wallet, you need to be an adult. Uh, you know, you need to be of age. Um, uh, you know, uh, with a little beard going, maybe a little stash, you know, maybe a little back hair. I don't know, but you need to be I, an, an I had adult to show a driver's to license, show and a driver's license. I had you know, to, I had to little let your hair. You would be amazed <laughs> at how, how high level it was. It, it felt as much as if I'd had my ID checked at the airport or something. I literally had to send in a, a shot of my face. Like Damn, a, bro. Yeah, it, it face <laughs> you better You better get make sure that someone's <laughs> keeping an eye, an eye on your identity and stuff, G. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> hey, oh, I, man. I, I did it for the listeners, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> they were going to want a real world experience here. Chuck D is dedicated to you listeners. He is dedicated to you and providing you with quality. Quality over quantity, baby. Um, No, but like, so that's what I'm getting at. Like, so if miners... That would that would lead me to believe that miners aren't going to have access to these games, and if that's the case, then that that's a huge chunk of the pie right there. That's a huge market share. Uh, you know, young kids, gamer. I mean, uh, you know, I don't I don't yeah, want to say the know, majority. Mike, that but had his liquor major- cabinet locked too, but that didn't stop me from getting in. <laughs> <laughs> There's a globe that has water in it right now. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? First, like that's that, yeah. that's something that came to my mind. Like uh, just thinking about um, <clears throat> some of the more nuanced like aspects of this of this whole environment. 
I think you're dead on. Like, like yeah, kids shouldn't be allowed, uh, I, for sure. Well, I, I don't and, mean that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be one to say they shouldn't. I mean, maybe they shouldn't. Maybe it's fair to say that. But, uh, you know, it's I'm not one to tell anyone what to do. But um, if that is the case, that's a huge chunk of the gaming market that is out of out of reach, at least it would seem. But you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we we all find a way. <laughs> yeah yeah it almost like it seems to attract uh kids you know when you tell them not to do it but um yeah but yeah there's got to be some regulation there and and i think the intent uh the 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 leadership of this would be um you know to regulate that and it it you know be a parental choice you know maybe there's some avenue here for for learning about money and and you know trustworthy handling of it and investing and things like that um but um, yeah, a lot of potential for. Um, I think. Know, I guess that's, for me to rent out my sword uh, to some kids, or, or, or to, <laughs> to see, have them mining for me to get that silk that we needed, or yeah, I don't know. That's the thing, man, and I and I would be lying if I said that I was just completely uninterested or felt that it was a completely bad idea. That that wouldn't be true. I mean, I I'm, I have my uh, reservations. Um, I would certainly do a lot more investigating before actively getting involved in blockchain gaming. Me personally, Ovox, but I, you know, it, playing to earn sounds very attractive to me, mm-hmm. and that just leads me back to you know what what kind of gamer is is interested in this type of stuff? What what should that gamer look like? You know, and and, and if if it was me, I'd be like man, if I if I was one that spent a lot of time gaming or participating in, in gaming slash content creation slash uh, maybe my regular job had something to do with working in finances. If like, if you're that person or if you're a person that is actively uh, in the markets managing a portfolio, you know, it, but you also like to game and you spend a lot of time on the laptop or on the console, man, there, there might be something here. Very yeah. attractive. Very attractive. Yeah. Uh, and, and if I had to say, okay, Ovox, well, what kind of game would, would bring you in, would attract you into, you know, what, what would, what would make you take that step? It would probably be a game where I would be willing to pay an initial fee. Like I do with all of these games that we love, happy to do so. The developers created something that brings value to me. So I'm happy to give them a specified fixed amount for that that experience that product which is a game mm-hmm. let's call it a, any traditional game uh so yeah i'd be willing to pay an fee but then from there uh i would want to have it securely linked to a reliable wallet that i know i can have uh, liquidity with i think that's the technical word where i know i can get that money out if i want it and need it promptly you know i don't want to have to wait weeks or something or processing or whatever to get my my nft or my my money if you know if i'm playing to earn uh and i'd want to i'd want to be able to use the in-game assets and mechanics to to farm build or craft and create something unique with my own creative touch that could be of interest to someone else in that gaming environment and that I could sell it to for crypto. Mm -hmm. And then I could transfer that crypto to my wallet 
wallet to real life money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That would be, that would sound interesting to me, but I don't know if, if, if it was a game where, you know, you can just some way, somehow get your hands on NFTs, uh, that you cannot necessarily sell, but you can only trade or keep ownership of and bring on to future games. That wouldn't be as appealing to me. No, because I, no. I mean, I don't, I don't even spend money on traditional game, uh, items really. You know, I, you know, I, I, uh, if, if we go back to the Warzone example, you know, I've never paid money for any special skins, blueprints or boosters or attack, you know, uh, none of that stuff. I, you know, I, I, I guess I, I know I've certainly paid time for those things. Like, like, yes, I mean, that's true. You know, when I wanted to get that skin for, uh, you know, my katana sticks or whatever, Cali sticks, it took a while. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I question. And they like, make it that way I, on purpose, man, so that you just like, yeah. gosh, do I want to spend the time or do I just want to spend four ninety nine? You know, <laughs> four ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if you think of time as money, you know that I probably could have been doing something else, maybe playing a play to earn video game during that time. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I was also having a good time, and and it gave me a goal and a focus, and and uh, you know. I think took my mind off my other problems. Like, like there's tons of other, you know, benefit that, that, uh, you know, made me see that as a, as a goal I chose to, to seek. But, um, I, I'm imagining a scenario here. Let's just say like I was just doing this as a whim or whatever. And, you know, I got some Ethereum, but the market of Ethereum suddenly blew up. And even though I only had a little bit, like suddenly I had made a ton of money from my video game. Well, hold on now. Do you, are you talking about your Ethereum coinage proper in your wallet, or are you talking about the NFTs that you hold within your Ethereum wallet? I guess I'm thinking of a of a scenario like where I've 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 gotten like more like paid like in game coin, but it's really small. Like like it it. it you know, it's it's a play to earn game. It's not necessarily based around the NFTs or uh, some skin oh, or special sword that I've gotten. I've I've just, as I understand that War Riders game, I think you can just earn some money, like like, like you straight know, up you Ethereum, found, like just like you found a coin, like literally, like like you know, and it's it's worth a little bit, and you could you know use it for this or that. And, um, yeah. And, and, but, but also realize these things are, are, are in, you know, sort of a market that, um, you know, that has been incredibly volatile lately, like, you know, and so, yeah, man, I it recently that. went down, but it could easily go up again. And, you know, I, I think, I think it could hook you at that point. And, you know, you get to yourself thinking, man, why am I showing up and, and working every day? you know, at my job when I, I just made twice what I make in a month, you know, with this video game and and then you quit your job and then it falls back down. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, see, I, those are the, those are the hardcore decisions that I don't think anyone should necessarily be yeah. making. You know what I mean? Cause, cause there's I don't the think whole, we're there yet. I, no, I, I because I mean, down the road. it is, it is. I, I think it's going to happen. I completely agree with you on that. It needs a little refining, but it's a thing. It's, it's going to, I mean, the, it, Dare I say this is the future? I mean, it's the present, mm -hmm. but it's also the future. But um, just needs a little refining. But yeah, b behind all of this, we're still talking about 
well, blockchain, of course, but crypto. Now we're talking a little bit about cryptocurrency, and cryptocurrencies in themselves are still, to date, you know, not everyone believes in it. You know, it's volatile, as you said, um, and it, it in itself right. needs refining. Still, I think not that I, you know, not that I know anything about these topics. Really, don't listen to me. <coughs> I don't have any cryptocurrency. I think honestly, you know, even even researching this episode and, and what it's making me do is is kind of reconsider the system that we're working with anyway. Like like it, it kind of points out some of the you know the 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 downfalls of of capitalism in in, in some respects. And and you know, I'm all for our, our system of government. I I, I you know, I, I'm super proud. Of, You're not of, hating. Uh, <laughs> No, you know, I, I've heard that saying, you know, that, that democracy is the worst form of government except for all the others. And like, that's kind of how I feel like. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough that there are winners and losers and, and there's, there's ways that it could be better, you know, all, all the way through there. But, um, you know the, these these sort of in-game economies that that, that get created are, are just an, a, a kind of a necessity of human interaction that I see in trade and in barter and and as I've looked at these systems I've I've looked back at the dollar and like you you see that progression that it went from being back at first it was like actual gold and then it was backed paper backed by gold and then they did away with the gold you know uh, there's a lot of faith going on there. And I think through this, um, it's all a mental construct, know. man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, it is a mental construct. It certainly is. And, and, and our, our confidence in it is literally what provides that. Yeah. That value. Yeah. And, and yep. when that goes away, it, it um, it's, it, you yeah. know, we mentioned the little, the the little green situation. line turns red and starts to go down. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's, it's scary. And, and it, and it, you know, I, I just feel like we've been in in a you know since the pandemic started in a in a time period where a lot of these um, sort of pillars of society have been questioned and you know reexamined um, in a way that that I I didn't necessarily expect in my lifetime. Um, well, there's definitely some reexamination of video games going on because this um, play to earn very fascinating thing. I'm certainly interested in. I definitely want to. Gosh, I mean, I want to give it a try, but I don't. I don't think it's going to happen yet. I'm going to let it. Let it. I'm going to let it uh, stew for a little bit longer. I think before I give it a shot. But I'm definitely interested in in seeing, you know, w- w- what it really looks like for the individual when the rubber meets the road. You know, that process that you said you went. You were checking out to to try out. What was it? War Riders. It wasn't. And and one of my takeaways of that is I see a gap here. I see like there's someone can create a user interface that I can interact with that that I can understand. You know that where where when I when I suddenly got in there and it was wanting me to you know send money certain ways something that facilitates that for me. Like I give you I give them my twenty dollars and they say okay we take one of these dollars. But um, we'll figure this out for you. We'll get you set up with a car, and you know, and everything, and get you started earning money. Because maybe they could do that I, with like gift cards and just throw them in all the Ralphs and Fred Meyers and Seven Elevens. 
throw a bunch of like Ethereum blockchain game gift cards in all the places where you can just right there at the store, you can just give the clerk 20 bucks and they'll give you your gift card and you just scratch off the code, type it in on your computer there and boom, you got your 20 units of, you know, Ethereum or whatever the crypto happens to be and boom, you get to gaming. Yeah. Hey. And I think that you heard it here at- first, uh, game developers, <laughs> if that ever becomes a thing. We won't ask for too much a percentage. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, 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 I'm not saying that I can eventually like wade my way through it and, and get in there, and I, and I probably will, just because I, I do feel like, you know, that if it started being successful, I think my tune would change. Like, like if I if I was reporting back to you, you know, like, hey man, I, I actually made some money, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and. You're pretty good on those games. Like, if we teamed up, like, we could really make some money. You know, like, I don't know. Like, like, but the, the that's the thing. Like, and this is where I have to tread lightly because I don't, I don't know what the heck I'm talking about. But, uh, like, is it actually money though? You know, because like, it's like, oh, you've uh, so so and so much Ethereum has been transferred to your account, uh, and then it shows like, you know. War Riders game, blockchain game, blah blah blah, and you got this money transferred to your account because you were successful in a battle or something like that, you know. But okay, you know, is that actually money? It's money like a, a collectible baseball card or Pokemon card is money. You know, it's like I can sit there and look in a book and say these have traded at this amount and mine's in in this condition, and, and you know, technically it's probably worth this. But far as you know, me being able to slap it down at Walmart, no. And and see, then we're yeah, not making right. money. <laughs> In my book, yeah. we're not making any money then, because I need to be I, able I to think walk if I down. followed all the way through. I need to walk down to the taqueria and la tiendita where they sell my, you know, the horchata and the tamales. The, let me take you to the NFT taqueria then, baby. Did you hear about? <laughs> did you read about OpenSea as you were looking through? Uh, researching for this episode, did you come across something called OpenSea? No, no, no. So OpenSea is the, as I understand it, the eBay of NFTs, and that's where I would go. And and you know, let's say that I accumulated some uh, attachments, those guns in the, in that War Rider game, and, and I would get on OpenSea and I would put, you know, that they were available. And once I sold it for that coin. And and then I took that coin and got my real dollars for. Then you know I, I well, can make a strong that? argument that I've made some money. Um, where do you do that part? That's the part I'm talking about. At, like, okay, you're on OpenSea. At your I'm wallet. Really, I'm really glad you brought that up because I'm sure a lot of people were going to be asking, well, where do you actually sell these things? So yeah. OpenSea. So okay, I, I sell my attach my super scope attachment for a dope weapon on OpenSea, and I got I don't know twenty Ethereum for it, which probably way too much, but let's just say I got that or I got two Ethereum. How do I turn around and turn that cryptocurrency into actual human money that I can take in and buy some? You sell the Ethereum for dollars. Okay. Um, you know, I would go in, like, like I say, I put it in my Coinbase wallet, like, like I, you know, where I have that money that I invested previously in there in, 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 um, Bitcoin and, and Ethereum. And I would just say, yeah, I'm selling today. Just like if I was selling my Coca-Cola stock or whatever, 
um, yeah, you know, at, at, at you know, with Edward Jones or something, you know, some broker facilitating that, like Coinbase essentially is the broker at that point, and and they they would they would send the dollars. Like like I've only done that transaction in the opposite mm-hmm. way. Um, you know, I've never. I've I've traded like I've I, I initially invested in Bitcoin and it went up and I took those profits and bought other altcoins, and and I've seen that process go down and and yeah that that's how that worked. Um, but you know like like you hit someone I, I find like like how do I pay taxes on that and and those kind of questions and it and it it, it gets real muddy like it seems like I yeah. haven't gotten a lot of straight answers about that. Um, well, down here in, in, in Mexico, with, uh, I talked to an accountant once about this, and it may have changed already, or it may, I may be just completely wrong, but uh, basically, like, you'll have your traditional bank account, and you can have a crypto account, and when you transfer that crypto, or you sell it, or however it works, in the regular dollars that you then transfer over to a traditional account, it's at that moment when you transfer to the regular account. The, the funds, it's at that moment when it becomes a taxable event. And that's where like the Mexican gov will come in and be like, okay, well, of all that crypto that you sold, it came out at, I don't know, 100,000 pesos. And uh, that's 100,000 pesos of profit. So here's the tax margin on that. And then they'll take their chunk and then you'll get your dough. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'm pretty sure when I called you and said, you know, hey, I made some money, I wouldn't be counting that. <laughs> that, that, that. <laughs> you know, I would say uh, I made $130 and you need to be exactly right. It'd probably be, I'd be getting more like 112 you know, or, or something uh, yeah. after the taxes. Yeah. After I'd converted it. And yeah. Or, or you know, I, I don't know if, if they just actively take that and then it hits your account or if the full amount hits your account and you have the responsibility to declare it and then they'll take it. But you know, basically that's when it becomes a taxable event down here in Mexico to the best of my understanding. But yeah. 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 It was interesting. I I watched a video of a kid, you know, that was kind of to try to walk you through it on YouTube. And he was like, you know, he said like, I made 130 bucks. Like, like, and, and when he showed why he basically showed the things that he had attained and their value on open sea but yeah there's a lot of a leap of faith there you're exactly right and 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 yeah that's a little clickbaity because it leads you to believe yeah. that this guy had like 130 fat ones in his wallet like his physical wallet like i made mm-hmm. 130 us dollars right that's probably what it seemed like but when yeah. you get in there and you see what the video you know it's like oh okay he has all these nfts that equal the amount of whatever the pre- the dollars is you know <laughs> right because because you know when i go to buy it like like those guns and they're they're going for 130 i want to get them for 120 i mean mm-hmm. you know yeah. what you, buy you know, low like, like, uh, so high <laughs> yeah like so he's not factoring that in there either you know i mean, <laughs> I mean somebody that uh you know, maybe somebody paid one thirty or whatever. I mean, it's kind of like having a million dollar elephant or whatever. You got to have a buyer. Um, you know, um, so um, yeah. Oh yeah. man, God, yeah. this is like I don't know, man. Like I feel excited about all of this, and in the same time, I feel like it's all just what? What's the expression? Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors, well, Chuck T. I, I, I kind of want to 
like I feel like one of the reasons we're here as gamers at this topic is I, I keep hearing things about the metaverse and you saw Facebook change their name to meta and, and uh, just every confusing time my I ass s- again. Man, every I, time I, I see something about the metaverse, it looks a lot like a gaming lobby to me. It, and, and I feel like we've had that for 20 years in gaming. Man, I still want them to go back to the original format of Facebook, man, back in 2000, like, <laughs> I don't know, 10. When they made the very, I remember the very first time they changed the, the, the interface. It's like, what is this? What? what? What's the friend list over here now? You know, I'm just getting all angry and stuff. <laughs> like, like, hell with this. Bring back MySpace. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Oh my God, I was there and first ever heard about Facebook. Like someone actually, uh, your cousin explained to me what Facebook was. It's like sitting right there. I'm gonna and, have to uh, bleep those out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to bleep those names out. Uh, uh, still, yeah, yeah. It's um, it, you know, I I feel like like, like going back to. Like I said, I, I've saw some things about the metaverse, and, and it it looks a lot like a gaming lobby to me. And and you know, I do feel like sort of these open worlds and and uh, things that that we're familiar with in in uh, in some of these video games are gonna gonna kind of show up in in this universe as well. And it's and it's one of the reasons why I feel like it's important to us, and and I think why we should do this episode. Um, you know, is just that. Yeah, we're not the experts on this, but it, it's coming to gaming. I, I feel like, and and hopefully in a good way. And um, yeah, it's definitely yeah, coming. Proceed with caution. That's um, really the 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 end the end game with this. I think that's certainly what I would want to transmit with this episode. Is it's coming? No, it's here. It's getting better. It's getting refined. It's not going to go away, and proceed with caution. I well, I think like whenever I like watch or or check out or or listen to financial stuff, whether it's like personal finance podcasts or just you know resources on how to handle your personal finances better, everyone always says the same thing: do not invest in something that you do not understand. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I don't know if that's actually good financial advice. It seems like all the financial pros are saying that. I've kind of been doing my, you know, I I, I go by that. <clears throat> so I think it's good advice with this too because, you know, it really just falls under the umbrella of blockchain. Uh, NFTs are a form of, I mean, are they a form of currency, man? Do they count as a form of currency? Do we have a definition for, I mean, we kind of def- defined it, but is it a currency? What do you think? Anyways, it's it's a, it's something that it involves your money. At the end of the day, it involves, uh, you know, online platforms. So just be careful if you're gonna dabble in blockchain gaming, especially if they ask for your, you know, bank account information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. I- NFT is a financial security. That's it. NFT is a financial security consisting of digital data stored in a blockchain, a form of distributed ledger. The ownership of an NFT is recorded in a blockchain and can be transferred by the owner 
allowing NFTs to be sold and traded NFTs. Oh no, NFTs can be created by anybody and require few or no coding skills to create one. Well, <laughs> okay. Yeah, so what else do you got, Chuck T? Yeah, you know, I think um, definitely ran across some interesting stories about these things. And I think that that concept of of Web3, did you run across that? As, as you were looking at this, like, and I, 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 you know, again, not something I, I'm some kind of expert on, but as I understand it, like, I, I remember this time, like when everyone was getting a website, like, like, and I would consider that like web one, like I first started hearing about, uh, you know, I think one of the first times I got on the internet was to find some fish songs or something like download some, some jam band I like there in college, you know, so I could. You trying you know, to get, get on that, that Napster. Music. Get that, yeah, that free music, and uh, you know, <laughs> that's one of the burn. first things I did. On there. Yeah, yeah, when we were burning CDs back yeah. in the day. Yeah, so you know, I went on there, and, and I remember at that time, like, like maybe even my brother-in-law had some website design sort of thing, and 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 it, you know, so let's consider that web one. You know, first hearings of the internet, you're doing email, you're you're having a website. Web two was more social media, like you had the Facebook, and and like you see what that was designed for like, and it was supposed to bring us closer together, but in some ways it's kind of like created a whole division. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so here with web three, I think the blockchain is, is kind of one of the, the pillars of its existence and, and the, that this, metaverse and and it's it's kind of an ideal of sorts it doesn't exist it's not a real thing at this point but i do feel like video games are going to be a part of it and and that's why this is important to us and you can already like draw these correlations of these in-game economies and how 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 you know they they can can be monetized and possibly benefit from the blockchain in that respect so yeah stay tuned and and um you know i hope just us driving by this like helps some people to figure out where the, what they want to know next. And, and just realize if you do sit down and want to play one of these, it, it it's not easy and you're going to, you're going to have to learn some new things, new terminology. And, and it's a bit of a leap of faith. Uh, so yeah, again, proceed with caution and uh, have fun with it. Yeah. Do your homework, you know, cross off those boxes, who, what, when, where, why, how much, is it worth it? And um, yeah, I think that's all I've got, Chuck T, for blockchain games. Um, I'll definitely be keeping my eyes open, my ears open. And if I see anything that looks uh, looks fun, survival-esque, maybe we could uh, give it a shot. <laughs> as long as they don't yeah, ask I for my I'll, bank I'll, account. Uh, I'll maybe keep on... <laughs> Keep Which they're trying. gonna Obviously, do. I'm fairly comfortable with it. I, I, <laughs> I, I, I definitely balked, you know, a couple times, but then I, I sat there for a minute and got back in there. So uh, maybe I'll do that again. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for joining us in this episode. We hope you found it at least kind of relatively entertaining. It's definitely a very interesting topic. Uh, be careful out there if you gonna dabble in it maybe talk to financial advisors but they'll maybe not because they'll probably tell you you're crazy for wanting to get financially involved in video games so yeah <laughs> hey that's not the best <laughs> idea 
exactly. Whatever you do, Tell do not Chuck call T Chuck T or myself for <laughs> NFT gaming advice. Mm-hmm. We would be the worst people to give you any advice in this regard. But mm-hmm. definitely keep enjoying the traditional games in the meantime. I know we are. Um, you've been enjoying that new arc map? I haven't been on there yet. I really have. It... it uh our particular server had a little hiccup with it there the other day, so that that's been a bit frustrating. But yeah, the new teams are are, are super cool, and uh, yeah, we've been playing that forest game too. Uh, that's <laughs> yeah. Everybody out there's been into that. That's been fun too. I was gonna say, do you wanna do you wanna wrap this thing up? We can play a little bit of the forest. Yeah, let's do it. Everyone out there, Chuck T and I are gonna go tangle with some cannibals in the forest for a little bit. We really hope you enjoyed this one again. Show us some love there on the social media if you like. You can um, uh, you can give us a review if you like there on the, what is it, the Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify as well. Um, we're on the YouTubes. And the we blockchain. Hope- <laughs> the blockchain gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> uh, all right, man, let's take stop. Take that to the blockchain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, let's stop wasting these people's time. (laughs) Peace. Thank you, everybody.